Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for tuning in today for the digital marketing podcast and video. We talk about digital strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today, my friends, we are going to talk about an epic event that is happening right now. Well, actually, it started last night, uh, or, or I guess yesterday, sometime during the, the, the hours, because uh, I believe it's been going on roughly <clears throat> 24 hours now. Fortnite, the most epic online gaming platform, is currently in a black hole. Yes, I said a black hole. Imagine now, so for those of you who don't know what Fortnite is, it's an online gaming environment platform where people come and discover islands and, and they have wars and, you know, it's just an online gaming environment. But there are 250 million users on the platform. And right now, today, Columbus Day, 2019, if you fire up the game, it is a giant black hole. Now, it's interesting. I was actually watching a video on YouTube today. Uh, that was a it was a recorded live stream of some guys that were playing, and they're on uh, the map, Casino Royale map, and they're in the middle of playing and they're shooting, and then all of a sudden, one of the guys like blows up, and he's like floating out in space, and then all of a sudden, the whole island just like sinks into this black hole. And, you know, he's online with his buddies and they're all talking about, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Like, oh, no. You know, and so they're going through this like, you know, you know, they don't know what's going on. Like, you know, of course, they're thinking like, OK, the new map's going to reboot like they get it. That's what's going to happen. Right. Um, it's We're 24 hours in. Like literally last night, people sat for six hours straight. Because they didn't want to miss, you know, when the new map loaded, they wanted to be the first ones there. And so, you know, they're they're sitting there and they're just like watching a screen with a black hole and a little red exit button. So what what can we learn? I think it's going to be interesting. Um, now, there's been a lot of articles, obviously. Um, you know, this is this is a huge PR stunt by Epic Games. Um, you know, Epic Games reportedly there was there was a number from 2018. I think it was summer 2018 uh, that reported that Epic Games earns roughly 300 million dollars per month uh, on Fortnite. So to shut down uh, for 24, 48 hours. You know, if 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 you average it out, you're you're probably looking at about ten million dollars, um, ten million dollars, twenty million dollars for forty eight hours of, of of downtime, roughly, right? Um, which, if you think about this, I mean, obviously this is not a commercial, right? But the word is getting out; people are freaking out. You know, obviously users on the platform are you know, going full panic mode, um, you know, students, uh, you know, all over, you know, the United States, many of them are out of school today. So, you know, while their plans were to sit at home and grind it out on season 11, uh, Fortnite, 
mm, they're going to be left just seething and steaming the fact that their their game is down. So if this is a PR stunt, which it obviously is, like it is really risky, right? I mean, you're going to pull down $20 million over 48 months or excuse me, over 48 hours. Um, but the buzz uh, that that's happening right now, like I'm talking about it on my podcast, right? And I'm not even a big Fortnite player. I mean, you got, you know, USA Today is putting it out. Like this is a massive, massive PR stunt. Um, and we're talking like, you know, uh, you know, Barnum and Bailey Circus, like, <laughs> you know, we're talking 1817 epic uh, or 1891, whenever the uh, Barnum guy was all doing his crazy stunts for his circus. Um, but I think what we need to do, I think it'll be interesting over the next few days because, oh, yeah. And a guy found some kind of cheat code or something that says, um, something about he saw in the code where the there was going to be a reboot tomorrow, Tuesday at 6 a.m. So potentially tomorrow at 6 a.m., something's going to happen and, and the black hole is going to, you know, do something else. What we think is going to happen um, is that a new game and a new map is going to be loaded. Um, but really, I think what what I what it makes me think about is okay, if you're going to pull off a major PR stunt, what do you need to have? What are what are some of the the multipliers? You know, um, because here's the thing, right? Like you could try a PR stunt and things could go really bad, right? I mean, people could be talking and they probably are. They're probably pissed. Like they're probably really angry that their game is down and. You know, they're frustrated. So 100%, they've got some negative brand sentiment going on right now. I mean, there's no doubt that people are, are not talking favorably about this. Like, they had plans. <laughs> they had campaigns they were going to launch, you know. Um, so I think that that's something that you definitely have to have into consideration if you're planning on pulling off a PR stunt. I think something that's interesting too, now obviously this is all happening in the digital space, but what happens if your brand has a digital as well as a real world, you know, physical brick and mortar type of location? Like how, how does the digital and the real world extension or the extension of the real world in the digital, like how do those things play when we're talking about uh, a PR stunt? So I do think for sure that the internet scales the stunt playground, you know, I mean that, that uh, it opens up a whole new realm of possibilities. Um, you know, on the same flip side, you also need to have a rock solid, like hell in a handbasket plan, right? Like if it all goes down in a handbasket, you got to have a plan for, you know, what happens next. Um, but I think all epic stunts, like if you think about it, there, there are really probably three multipliers that have it. Number one is, first of all, really know uh, and make sure you engage your stunt in, in the widest possible base. Like it should affect everyone. So, I mean, obviously with, you know, this Fortnite stunt, um, all 250 million plus users are being affected immediately, right? Um 
know, it's not just a handful or a pocket here or a pocket there. You know, it's it's base wide. It's got their entire base engaged or disengaged uh, in this case. I think number two is to tie it to a lasting moment. What I think is very interesting is the fact that here we are on Columbus Day, right? And which celebrates that, you know, uh, Christopher Columbus landed in a new world and explored a new map. Hello, right? If you didn't put those together, like they were planning this, right? This this was a day that was that was mapped out, that was mapped out. Ha, <laughs> did you catch that one? Um that was planned. And so I, I, you know, I think if, if, if you're smart enough to pull this off, if you really can tie it to a significant meaning, you've got a chance that, I mean, cause it's one thing to draw a big, a big crowd for a PR stunt, but if you can pull off something memorable that lasts, you know, next year, two years, three years where people are talking about, um, you know, this thing, long after it's, you know, come and gone, I mean, you've really pulled something off. And I think the success to that is planning. I mean, I think about, uh, you know, I was, uh, one of the Netflix movies I was watching um, last month uh, was the uh, Money Heist movie about the, the film where they uh, robbed the, uh, the, the Mint in Paris and how the, the guy who orchestrated um, you know, this this plan literally planned six years in the heist and, and, and really, you know, kind of thought through everything. Um, and so I think planning, long-term planning is probably one of the biggest multipliers of a successful PR style. Number three is it's got to be bold and daring. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to make that big of a splash, right? I mean, it's got to be fresh. It's got to be fun. Um, it's got to be unique. I mean, in this case, I'm not sure if this is fresh and fun if, if all the gamers are down. But, I mean, it is creating, like, a ravenous, you know, starved hunger. Uh, you know, these these guys are going into serious withdrawals. Fortnite withdrawals are happening right now. I mean, people are probably scheduling appointments with their therapists, like to talk about what did they do during the 48 hours when they couldn't play Fortnite? Because, guys, these this is a serious 250 million people spend a lot of time on this game. Um, now, uh, so when we talk about those are the three multipliers. Well, what about sort of the four? You know, sort of measurables. Okay. Like, so I think number one, you want to have kind of some before and after metrics. And I think if you can have some before and after metrics, you want to really think about all of, all of the variables. Like, you know, obviously if you're going to create and have, um, you know, an internet ripple, you want to look at, okay, how many followers and subscribers do we have before um, leading up to the event? And then after the event, um, you know, and then you want to maybe look at 90 day windows like, you know, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, you know, do some comparisons because, you know, yeah, you're going to have some initial feedback and some initial results that happen right away. But I think, you know, something really successful from a PR standpoint, when you pull it off, like you want you want to see that spike 
but you'd like to see sustained growth, right? If, if at all possible, and then look to see where the peak was and then, you know, sort of measure that. So obviously if you've got a digital listening um, dashboard put together is really smart. Um, you know, look at your Google analytics or your app analytics, uh, your social media analytics. I mean, you know, obviously brand mentions, you know, um, you want to look at that. You want to look at brand sentiment, how people are, you know, thinking and feeling about the brand because you're going to get a lot during this time for sure. Um, but I mean, obviously there's going to be some, you know, qualitative as well as quantitative numbers that you're going to be able to see uh, during this time, you know, you know, again, leading up to uh, the actual event or, or stunt and then post you know, right? So afterwards, what happens afterwards? Um, I, I guarantee you Epic Games has has got all kinds of metrics, measurements, because I mean, they're literally investing about $20 million uh, in lost revenue to pull this thing off. Um, and so I think that, you know, maybe, maybe your brand, maybe, maybe, maybe you're only looking at, you know, you do $200,000 a month, you know, and, and you invest, you know, uh, you know, what percentage of revenue are you willing to risk to pull off this stunt? I think that's a good question, right? I mean, these guys are pulling off, um, you know, we look at it 300 million, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's 10 million. I mean, they're, they're, they're looking, you know, what, uh, 10% of gross revenue, uh, you know, to pull this thing off. So, I mean, I think, I think you know, creating a budget, uh, you know, and, and understanding how this impacts your overall, um, you know, brand awareness. Uh, you know, again, when we go back and we're going to look at this and, and I'm going to go follow up to this, kind of just kind of follow this and see. And it's interesting. I um, You can go back in the archives and listen to, I did another Fortnite brand post a few months back uh, that you might want to check out. But the guys at Epic Games, they are serious when it comes to um, engagement and attention because 100% they have 250 million people's uh, attention today uh, and, and they are 100% engaged or disengaged, if you will, when it comes to the game. So, I mean, those are my thoughts. Uh, you know, I, I think that as a brand, if you're thinking about you know, if you're facing a stagnant growth um, and, and you're looking for an opportunity uh, to, to really elevate the brand and, and create buzz, you know, thinking about and planning for a PR stunt can be a fantastic way to do that. But you've got to have it planned and, and synced and, and executed with precision and by all means, have a crisis backup, you know, hell in a handbasket plan if things go south, right? I mean, you just you need to you need to have that planned out. But uh, I think it'll be interesting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my eye on it. Uh, if you're thinking about you know uh, trying to pull off a PR stunt, keep those things in mind. Number one, multiplier, know and engage your entire base. Number two, uh, make sure it's tied to a lasting moment. Plan far far in advance. Number three. Make sure it's bold, daring, fresh, unique, and fun. And then don't forget to measure and record uh, before and after baselines, your brand mentions, uh, brand sentiment. Uh, look at your quantitative, quantitative and qualitative metrics 
whether it's revenue, growth measurements, year to date, um, and look at those windows in 90 day increments uh, in, in pre-event and post-event uh, and, and then on a quarterly basis, because then you can really measure what was the effectiveness of your PR stunt. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, Division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Tune in next time for our next episode. Thanks a lot. Bye.